What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J.H. Gibbons here. We'll see. And welcome to yet another episode of the Acromus Podcast, episode 65. If you are listening wherever you are in the world this Sunday, we are thanking you for joining us. Most well, if you're watching us and seeing our beautiful smiling faces, here's what I want you to do before you do anything else. I want you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and then tap that notification bell so the next time you're on YouTube, you're scrolling down your feed, your Chromas podcast will be one of the top videos that you see. And most of all, hey, guess what, guys? It's free to do so. It's unbelievable. Yeah, there aren't many free things to do here where we are, but this is one of them. With inflation going up and everything, yeah, be sure to take advantage of this. Make sure to hit that like button. Subscribe, guys. Smash our content. Let us know that you appreciate the gems that we're sharing with you. We're on with us. And most of all, I love saying this each and every single week to Jake. <laughs> so please, make sure to do all those things, guys. It doesn't make sense. You know, as you say, there aren't many things that are costless in this world. Um, yeah, talking about gas, I, I try to fill up. But um, I used 50. It got me about halfway. So that, yeah. And I'm premium too, guys. It's not, believe it's not by choice, but it's something that uh, you got to put in your tank to get from A to B. So sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And I hope that uh, this episode of the Promise Podcast will inspire some change. <laughs> well said. Well said. Yeah. Um, change. Hmm. Ooh, reflecting on this week. It's been quite a week, man. Yeah. How's it been for you? Well, look, you know, I'm a traveling man, as you know. Um, I wasn't even local last week. I did a lot of traveling. Of course, when you're on the road, you're you're going from town to town, city to city to city, or even if you're in a place where you might have a lot of distractions around you, it's important to keep your head. And I'm really proud of myself this week, man. Typically, when I do go to Las Vegas, I get a little bit wild. Not, I'm not a gambler because I always say, I do not have enough money to lose, so it doesn't even matter, right? I never go in my pockets. But when it comes to eating, man, oh, man, let me tell you, there's some great food down there. But yeah. you know what? This this past week, I can't say that I'm proud of myself. I stuck to exactly what my purpose was. I was knee-deep in the 21-3 method. I focused fully on my nutrition and you know what? It's funny now that we are a, a Sunday past when I was not local, I, I am losing that urge. Not to say it's completely gone, but you get to a point similar to what we talked about last week on episode 64, where you're, you're not craving that food anymore. Right. Because you know exactly how your body feels when you're eating cleaner foods, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, you just feel, you feel better. Uh, you, you have more energy. You don't feel lethargic. And I think that's probably one of the most beneficial feelings. Yeah. is to not have to feel that heaviness that you just feel like you have sandbags tied to the ankle oh and your arms and just kind of just mope your way throughout the week especially when you're traveling so i, I can relate to that because i had done quite a bit of traveling in my career field choice sure. uh matter of fact i have traveling to do next month for work too so wow. hearing you say what you say to stick into your purpose and your regimen it's like a reminder for me to make sure when i do go i don't just splurge all out and just get out of control get wild as you said yeah and, you know, look, it's sometimes it is tough, especially if, you know, payday hits when you're out there and you're just more like you're like, well, it's only going to be 20. It's only going to be 50. It's only going to be 100. And it just keeps going up and up because, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. They they 
have built Vegas with a science that is unbreakable, man. Mm. Going down there, being around all those machines, all those distractions. I got a, the hotel I was in, I had to walk through that area to get just to the elevator. They know what they're doing when they design these places. So you just got to make sure to stay in your P's and Q's, understand what your purpose is, know where you're going, understand that the 21-3 method is here to help you build that foundation. And you just got to keep growing. I mean, it's something that we both have uh, lived by. We've, we've applied to our lives uh, and we utilize it because, again, guys, it's not just a just a physical aspect. It's mental as well. It's spiritual. It's, it's wherever you need to apply or however you need to apply to your life. It's a method of make, making sure you can discipline and help yourself create healthy habits, uh, because if you're able to do that, it just makes life better. Honestly, it's what I've come to learn from, you know, utilizing this method for the last two years or so. It's definitely made life more better for me in different ways. And just, um, I'm glad that you've been able to benefit from it. And Absolutely. those out there who've been um, utilizing it as a tool and creating these habits and healthy ones for yourself, we accommodate you and glad this worked for you as well. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of the 21-3 method and many of the other Acromas products that we offer, there is a bit of a website update. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I was able to create the About Us page. Now, going through Acromas, even if you've watched from video number one to episode 65 here, there are certain things that you understand that we're about. You know what we stand for. You understand what our brand is. But we want to take you through the history of Acromas Fitness. We want to mm-hmm. take you through the history of this Acromas podcast, how we started. We also want to show you exactly where we are going. So stay tuned. May 31st, 2022, we will be able to launch the acromasfitness.com website. Man, Oof. can't wait. You know, simply put, um, you know, had a chance to we have a you know have a look at it, see how it's coming along. And man, it's it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be just everything that we've imagined that it to come. And we're sure that once you have an opportunity to just get your eyes on it and just really get a true understanding to the core of what our community is about and how it will be more accessible to you and um, being able to just build off of that, man, so exciting. Can't, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's, it's a labor of love. Of course, it takes time. It takes energy. It takes all that stuff to build, but we know that at the end of the day, when you're able to visit literally the hub of what we do, you'll be able to get a better understanding of what we do. And that, that to me is of absolute importance now, speaking of important, or I guess something that used to be important a couple of weeks ago, and it's still sort of filtering out now because there's certain things that have impacted the lives of both of these individuals who were involved with something that we saw on national, sorry, international TV um, a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. it's kind of getting into our episode of the Acromus podcast, you know, fighting personal demons publicly. So if you were living under a rock or you're in the cave or you decided to go up the grid, I'm proud of you, first of all. But second of all, here's what you missed. A couple weeks ago, a man by the name of I think it's Will Smith, I'm sure you may have heard of him before, and another man uh, by the name of Chris Rock had a bit of a meeting of the hands to the face, if you will, on international TV. Now, at first, like probably tons of you out there who would look at, probably not to get all into it because I'm sure you've known it, you've heard about it, you've heard people's take on it. But initially when it happened, the first thing I thought was, ah, oh, this has to be true. My wife and I were looking at it. You know, they're, you know, they're both, they've both been to movies. You know, Chris Rock's more of a comedian. Will Smith, of course, is an actor. Yeah. And when I saw it happen, 
even the even Chris Rock's reaction, I thought, well, this is scripted. You know, they're trying to get more views. They're trying to get more eyes on it for the next year, of course. Um, and look, I mean, it it did work to that effect. But, bro, I was completely taken aback when I found out that this was legitimate. I mean, well, I found out through you, actually. <laughs> I just so happened to, like, look at my phone. And the first thing I did, I, I kind of scoffed. I was like, ha. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I, my, it took me a second to process what you said because it just didn't, I couldn't picture, it didn't register in my mind. And then, like, right after, like, I'm sure I'm sure everyone else at that point it just caught on, like, wildfire. And when I saw it, I had, I've watched it a few times because I just was like, nah, nah, this can't be right. Yeah. It's got to be staged, but, like, in what world would this ever make sense? Right, right. It didn't, it didn't make sense at first because you're thinking, well, they have so much to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you know, Will can lose his career from the action he took. There are millions of people that are looking and, you know, and we'll get into it at some point. But the the picture that this man paints about his family is just, you know, they're class. They, they don't deal with those sort of things. They're a perfect unit. Um, but of course, you know, with family matters and things that happen in private, sometimes it blinks out a little publicly. And, and that's what we saw. I think the minute I found out it was real was when Will had that reaction. And if you're watching it stateside in the U.S., you would have seen that they muted the TV. They, you know, they turned the camera away from Will so he wouldn't be able to read his mouth. Um, and of course, you can't repeat it here. But basically, he was going to bat for his wife. Mm-hmm. He was very offended by what Chris said. It. And at least initially, because they, they cut to him when the joke was made, and he was laughing. Right? He was he was under. It was you know laughing at what the joke was, but. I guess the camera cut back and maybe he saw Jada and he's like, well, I, I got to step in here and do something. Mm. And, you know, that's when it happened. So I thought when it happened, you know, I mean, look, comedy is comedy, right? You know, the Oscars, I would say it's a comedy show, but you're going to have a comedian there is typically hosting it or running it so that, you know, it lighten up the tension in the room. There's always a lot of rumors and stories flying around. So this is low hanging fruit, right? With the hair and the GI Jane and, you know, it, it, it seemed like it was like, of course, she didn't take it the way, you know, Chris thought she would. And Will Smith acted completely irrational, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, <clears throat> funny, not really funny, but side story to that is mm. that um, I had just started reading uh, his book oh, about, yeah. him, about himself, his bio yeah. for Will Smith. Sure. Um, How was it? So it? Well, well, it's interesting. It's okay. it's very good, okay, but sure. it it's opened up a more um, more of a depth and understanding as for me as to the thought process as to how that could have happened mm. and why. Okay, listening to it, I'm about maybe eight nine chapters in now, and listen, man, from what I feel like my interpretation of what I heard from his book so far has been very it's been relatable in a lot of ways sure um so i feel as though i can't say why someone did something the way that they decided to do it but like what i can say is that uh when you get to a point in life sometimes where you feel like you are doing everything that you feel like everyone else wants you to do or how you must do things Mm. sometimes you don't think about it in the moment and that was one of those things where it just seemed to be impulsive because he felt as though this is what should be done in this moment. Sure. And I feel, I think it was just the amount of pressure he may have been under going under, as we can see now uh-huh. with him entering, you know, for the, you know, for rehab and just 
things that he feel he needs to address. And that's where, where I met with his book uh, and his history of what he shared thus far. I can, un- I can, I don't, I don't condone what transpired, sure, but sure. I can understand, I can empathize with what he's been through because man, it's, okay. it was heartbreaking. Mm. I, I, I shared a few tears mm. so thus far because a lot of it was relatable to me personally. So sure. Far. And I was like, oh man, I see it deeper than the root. And unfortunately, Chris Rock was just the just happened to be in the way of something that this person was going through mm. and the timing was just very unfortunate um and it was just a matter of him imploding from what I could tell yeah um but yeah it's those moments that you know Jay that that happens in life where uh you know sometimes we 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 respond but we we don't impulsively and we don't mm. really recognize what it is we're doing because it has become surreal. So mm-hmm. in this case, from for, from what I observed and what I've read thus far, mm-hmm. it was it was something I believe that just happened, uh, you know, through impulsiveness, but through a, a level of trauma for him mm-hmm. that that he felt obligated in his sense. And I don't want to give away too much of him feeling as though a certain kind of way, which is a common theme in his book, that he felt like he was a coward. Mm. So in that moment, he felt the need to, I had to stand up because I felt as though I felt, generationally speaking, within trauma for him, his mom, through some things he shared in his book. So in that moment, he felt he needed to, regardless of what the consequences would be, I have to honor my my family, sure. you know? So it's sure. just unfortunate that it played out that way. Um, I'm sure this, I'm sure he must've replayed it in his mind a bazillion times oh, by yeah. now. And uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I can't speak too much on his wife respectfully, mm-hmm. but like um, when you see, you observe a certain mentality where someone isn't giving that love or appears to love is reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, three lives were affected in this in a certain kind of way. Um, and at the end of it, you know, it's still a lot of healing that needs to be done mm-hmm. for all three of them and understanding, you know, the situation for what it was and, and Will's case, you know, him taking steps he needs to take, Chris, yeah moving in a direction he needs to move on with. Yeah. I have to applaud him amicably of moving forward the way he did, maintaining his professionalism, being in total total awe of what was going on, but yeah. recognizing it was not about him. In that exact moment, you know, when yeah. when it happened, that, you know, of course we all saw it, it kind of caught him off guard, it caught everybody else off guard. Most of us, again, thought it was an act. And um, when, you know, Will said that that statement twice, it, it turned out that, yeah, this is, this is something real. And, I want to go back to, you know, something that you mentioned, I know you're reading this book yeah. and I can only imagine that the childhood trauma that he's had to go through has made an imprint in his life. So I would, I would only, so I haven't read the book, but I would only assume that now he's trying to, as an adult, constantly make up for things that he experienced as a child so that his children wouldn't experience that as well. Or his family wouldn't even be part of that. Is that, is that something that you, that you were able to take from that? I can definitely say that's definitely that's along the lines. It appears mm-hmm. to be more of a um, a need to be what everyone else needs him to be, mm-hmm. and that is something that, if you can recall, when he did give his speech, was a fierce protector of his family, mm-hmm. and 
you know, I, I can relate to that myself and feeling the need that those I care about uh, to be a protector sure. uh, in different ways. Uh, but I, 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 as I'm learning, it, it, there has to be a boundary for yourself, protect yourself mm-hmm. from you because you can, as we saw, mm-hmm. respond impulsively, but it's a need to, to feel um, uh, the approval of like, your, your worth is through how others view you type mm. of thing. And that's what it seemed to be what I picked up from his book, okay. certain aspects that I thought was relatable to it. So I can, un- I can understand his actions uh, mm. as to why it transpired. But I do think, yeah, it does come from a need to, I have to be perfect. I have to be what everyone else needs me to be. Mm. And, you know, you lose yourself, your identity, when you're trying to fulfill the needs of everyone else around you. That's absolutely true. You, you forget who you are. You forget what your purpose is when you are constantly being pulled in an direction because of the standard that you're trying to set for yourself without actually knowing who you are, without understanding what your purpose is. So, uh, and, and you mentioned he is going to get help for this. And I, I want to say that is that first step is acknowledging those issues that you may have that, okay, the, the way that I was living my life was not, it wasn't working for me. It wasn't working for my family. Um, and it did more harm than good, not just to my family, but for myself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I had to look in the mirror. I had to be the bigger man and say, okay, I need a, a expert's opinion on this, but I also need to determine how I can look inside myself, mm-hmm. figure out exactly who I'm supposed to be, what my purpose is, and then live by that on a constant basis. Very true. And, you know, in, in his case, I mean, and, and the thing is, you know, you can't really make a comparison. And, and as I'm learning, listening through his accomplishments, man. I didn't mm. really, it didn't really set in for me of how much he's accomplished and how much success he had at an early age where, yeah. he, you know, he was a teenager practically. He was maybe, you know, 18, 19. When he, oh, one of the when greatest became, films of all time. Yeah, yeah. From, from his success in hip hop. And as mm. he's getting into, he's getting ready to get into the transitioning of explaining, you know, acting and how he got to that. But mm. where he's at right now for his, his story, um, and just reflecting on the accolades, I'm like, man, like there's a level of pressure where you've reached so much success and you continuously hit it where you are the standard, not just for your family, for, for a lot of the world, where they, that's a whole level of different sort of uh, atlas on your shoulders yeah. to the world pressure that I can't even fathom. But like when you have that sort of pressure on you and then you factor in one of your biggest areas of trauma with mm-hmm. family and love and what it represents and the way he explained of his interpretation of what that should look like mm-hmm. and then kind of you know becoming obs- obsessed with that and to the point that it just becomes something that it just is what drives him but it can probably smother those around him with that form of love right and now you have all this pressure on you that you not taking the time to just let life be what it needs to be. Mm. And the relationships that he had, the level of trust he had, and the hardships and the disappointments he felt, he didn't want to feel these things again. Right. So unfortunately, you may, you know, everyone can kind of see certain things with his marriage in a certain kind of way with that. Yeah. When these things happen. And you've lived a life where you've been trying your best to be what you thought others need you to be. Mm. And you feel like you're failing in certain areas. It can do things to you. And, you know, having been in that sort of realm before, 
I can understand certain things where you have so much pressure on you. Sure. And you feel like when others have told you you are the bar mm. and they've looked to you as inspiration when you don't even feel that in yourself, you don't believe yourself that you are worth that much. You don't love yourself enough. Sure. Um, or people, I idolize your relationship and vacation marriage, whatever. It's like, listen, I don't have all the answers. You think on the outside of this glass house, everything's beautiful, but in, inside here is nothing but turmoil. Yeah. And I'm just trying to live and get through day by day. Like, it's a different type of perspective that a lot of people aren't open to because mm-hmm. in this world, you know, vanity is everything. You have oh, to, your perception of what you are viewed as is so much more than really on the surface of who you are, mm-hmm. like what people see. So at least here in America, yeah. that's what, that's how it is um, in this day and age. And mm-hmm. I can only imagine where when all of that information of his personal marriage transpired, came out, with like uh, what can, can be considered infidelity, you mm-hmm. know, and him to stand there under the fire and to have to publicly be humiliated, because let's be clear, that's what that was. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, he was uh, emasculated in that moment. And in the name of love in his mind, mm-hmm. they would be okay and get through it, right? But he's never really addressed his traumas and his hurts. Mm-hmm is what I'm gathering, is what I'm leading up to right now, right. from what I can tell. So him doing what he's doing by checking himself in and doing what he needs to do, this is a step, hopefully, in a good direction that's for him. Mm. And he can get to a point in a place where he can start to identify who he really is because the will that you see isn't really who he is. And he makes that clear that he's aware of it, which is scary. Mm. Because if you're aware of it and you're not taking actions on it, and you're failing yourself. Right. And uh, that's a lesson, a cautionary tale that we all should pay attention to. Um, and to not beat up on this person, but like wish him the best and just reevaluate your life and who you are. Because mm-hmm. I know I had to do that. And the moment I had to face myself and see what was on the other side of that mirror, I had to really start working on myself. They knew a change had to happen. And I do that every day. I have to work on myself every day. Sure. You know, so... Yeah, Jay, it's just um, it's a com- level of complexity to it that I think most people are missing, you know? Yeah, and I think I think to top it all off, you know, I mean, look, they're all celebrities. They're all incredibly famous. They're, mm-hmm. You know, the, the parents, of course, for sure, are well-traveled, and the kids are sort of following in that foot, in those footsteps, yeah. but in different ways. Mm-hmm. So from, from that perspective, though, I think as a celebrity, it's tough to keep that life private, or at least your private life private, which I think there should be a separation because everyone's going to have an opinion, people talk. And if you're a celebrity and you're you're used to using, you know, social media as a medium to connect with your fans and your audience, you're going to see those things. That's right. So I think, I think even from, you know, before the, the incident happened with Chris Rock, there were other there were other signs that we were starting to see, or, or at least we were able to put it together after we saw this collateralism that we that we saw at the Oscars. And I think I think you're right. I mean, a lot of it has to go back to how he was living prior, his understanding of what he had to be for his family. And I think through him getting the help that he so desperately needs, I'm hoping that, of course, there will be positive changes in his life that he would take action on. But do you personally, and of course you don't know, Will, but do you personally think that if it so happens to be that Jada may be someone who is causing some of these issues, 
if the psychiatrist or whoever's going to be looking at them suggests that there needs to be some sort of separation between both parties, do you think he's willing to take that step? Well, to be totally honest with you, uh, the best thing that could happen to him is to have that space from her so that he can see for himself what it is that he needs in his life and see, you know, re reevaluate everything that's transpired and see if it fits the equation. Look, I, I speak from experience where that space in that when you're getting in that sort of level of turmoil, you need that space so you can start to identify what's going on in your life. But you have to be prepared so that you can take on it, whether you're, you want to or not. So right. for him, when I heard the idea of rehab, and, and, it, and, and look, we don't know, but I, sure. again, I, I would just think that when you're in a situation like that, you do need that time to yourself, Jay. Like you need that time to assess those things, assess where you've been, and you can assess the history. Mm. And you have a pros and cons, and that doesn't necessarily be the deciding factor, but you recognize how you felt in this journey, in this mm. process through it. And it doesn't make sense, right? Or are you appeasing the needs of others? Mm. That your partner, like, you know, what? how do you feel? And I yeah. think that's the best thing he needs to realize. He needs to separate himself from everyone. Because mm. I know when I was going through my ordeals, I had to separate myself enough for, for everyone. I know you recall our conversation yeah. with things. And I was like, yeah. listen, like, I, I'm going to have to isolate myself. Yeah. I have to go off the grid because... If I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to lose my mind. Mm -hmm. So I, I need to, I had to, I, I got, I decompressed myself from social media for a few months. Yeah. I, I, my, who I talked to was very limited and I stayed to myself and I worked through what I needed to work through in that crucial time of like, okay, you know what, Will, just focus on you right now. Like, mm -hmm. That's all you need to do. Do your life events, whatever you need to, but like focus in on you, give yourself the time you need to start assessing these things to, to realize what direction you need to head in because You've been living your life based on what other people need you to be. Mm. And when I recognized that and I started to address those things, ultimately, mm. that part of my life, I realized, was, was a chapter that I knew was closed. Because mm, okay. it, it was already done. Right. I just needed to accept to let it go completely mm. so that I could focus on it. So in his case, if it turns out that this person has truly been detrimental to his development mm. and they have not been reciprocating the love and emotion and affection that he was being given outward, um, which in some cases has been apparent publicly, yeah. that is a decision that he has to be willing to face, to understand, listen, like you didn't feel this. And that's mm -hmm. something I had to accept because I was like, look, I, I'm failing this person. I'm failing that yeah. person. And the outlook of the image of what everyone else is going to perceive that I failed, right? Is it tough to understand that when you're being told it or when you, because you, I, I could only assume that when you're, when you are the man, right? We're, yeah. we're males, right? When you're the man, you're the father, you're the, you're the head of the household, you know, the, the, the capital, the, the guy, right? You're the person. So when you feel as though you're slipping or that, I don't want to say power, but that the mold that you have as to what a father, what a husband should be, mm -hmm. Do you then feel as though you are owing yourself something that you may not understand that you didn't necessarily have to begin with? Well, see, that's again goes to the ideal of like what that should consist of, right? Mm -hmm. Like the like when you say the American dream, right? Like picket fence, right. you know, the family, the you know, it's that image that you're told I'm successful if I have that. Yeah. So I'll bust 
my ass to get that. Mm -hmm. I'll do everything I need to do to get that. And I've accomplished it no matter what it is, no matter how I feel, I got to get there because that's how it's supposed to be. And everyone else around me is just going to be happy and, you know, happily ever after. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's not reality. That's not the truth, yeah. uh, because maybe your perspective of what you think that should be and your partner is different. Mm. And if you don't communicate effectively enough, you you don't you won't realize exactly where you are on, on the spectrum. Like, are you too far far ahead on this right. level of where we are and our development where we're trying to go? Um, you know, or are you behind or like your views? What do you like? What do you dislike? Like, if you realize that you're not in the same, you know, field, and that and that's a, and that's the thing. It's reality because sometimes. Mm. You know, as we're talking about those things, marriage is different. You know, as, as you as you as you know now, yeah, yeah. marriage is a it is a complex and delicate flower. Yeah. Like you you what you give into it is everything. You have to be very thoughtful, mindful at all times, and uh, mm-hmm. you have to humble yourself to know that you don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. And it's not just you, right. it, you know, because it used to be just being you. And uh, really, in my 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 humble opinion. Marriage is really the true beginning of getting to learn another being. Mm-hmm. Like you've made the conscious decision of like, okay, I want to dedicate time into getting to continue to invest into me, but as a union, invest into you. But trying to maintain your individuality is the hardest part. And a lot of times that get lost. And uh, a lot of that, again, has to do with before that person you came into your life. You know, and that's the things I had to think about. Okay, well, before this person came into my life, what was going on? What was I? How was I? And why did I choose to accept to deal with this person? Because mm. that was a choice. At the end of the day, everything that happened was a choice sure. to me. Right. You know, and 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 that's the thing. It's just like you got to hold yourself accountable in the areas that you can grow from, good or bad. Mm. So, um, yeah, for me, I, I think, like, we do put the concept of what success looks like based on the views of others rather than are we okay with where we are in our lives on the stepping stones that we're taking to get to ultimately where we hope to be sure you know because there's no guarantee there's no promise but as I'm learning uh for me joy is what I seek finding peace within myself love myself enough and then those will gravitate around me who give me that love back that I give out so once I started to define that, the, my inner circle changed could drastically. Sure. Yeah. Like those certain folks I grew closer to that maybe I wasn't as close to before um, that was with me through the journey, uh, the, through the lows, very lows, because there were some lows, man. Um, and when there was moments of like revelation and, and just saw the transition because, you know, they chose to, they chose right. to be here. So um you have to just trust that, like, if you're here, life is going to take you on a path that's meant for you. You just got to grab the wheel, you know? You got to hold on tight to it and just and enjoy the ride. It's going to have the moments where it's not so great. And then you have moments where, you know, you could just wish you could stay in forever. But appreciate both because that is really how you grow, you know, through experience. So I feel like you don't want to overpressure yourself and, like, don't live within the means of what society tells you should be the success bar yeah. for for a relationship, for for uh, business ventures, for whatever that is important to you. Educate yourself enough in learning you, mm-hmm. and then you'll have a better assessment of what it is that you desire, and then you go for it. 
And then if you're able to do those things, Jay, you've mm-hmm. already won, as we say, because you've applied that 1%, you've applied that 21-3 method of starting to learn how to develop and to discipline yourself to be better for you. Absolutely. And everyone else around you wins and they'll benefit from you because you're being your best self. You're mm-hmm. being true to you. And once I identified and learned that, yeah. my life changed. That's why you see who I am today. Yep. I don't have the answers. I'm not perfect, but I'm learning and I'm always me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really, I think, what in Will's case, any, any, any individual that's going through what he's been through, yeah. I can attest to it based on what I'm hearing in his book. Different life paths, but man, uh, I can relate so much for certain aspects of it in my personal life that I was like, look, I was that guy in different yeah. ways. I yeah. struggle to this day with my empath side of me to not be that guy. We all do. Well, some of us do. Mm-hmm. So it's sure. like, you know, uh, the good nature of being a you know, good person, what that looks like, and just trying to be the best you can be should be based on your moral beliefs for you. Mm. Look, I couldn't have said it any better myself, man. I think I think one of those aspects that you mentioned with both Will and, and Jada, Chris Rock, and, and yourself as well, is that you had to take the time to be able to acknowledge your issues, your own personal issues, your own personal faults. But then at the same time, knowing that, it's important that you take action to correct it. Because as you also said, if, you, if you're able to acknowledge it and yet you know that this may be an issue and you're going through it and you're still, it's still being able to hold you back or, or apply pressure to your life, you're not able to change. And that, that is living through failure. And you weren't, you weren't making necessary changes to benefit not just you, but those around you, your family, your friends, any of the loved ones that are impactful in your life or you have an impact in theirs. So I think it's very important to at first acknowledge those issues, make sure to keep that private life private, right? Whatever happens in your room stays with your room with your spouse, whatever happens within your family stays within your family. Because once the, once you start generating a lot of buzz about a public perception that you may not have want to get out there versus the one that you try to establish when you were younger, it will hurt your reputation. And it's hard to go back. People will now look at you where you used to be, where you, they felt like you were just the perfect family, the perfect person, the husband, all of that, to a point now where you're, you're, you're assaulting somebody on international TV. They understand that there's a gap there, but it's, it's going to be very hard to go back to that picture that you painted previously. So important, it's very important that you understand who you are, who is your true self, not what you want the public to see. You keep that private life private and also live mindfully, not just for yourself, but for those around you. Understand who you are with. Understand that communication and comprehension is vital in, in relationships, right? Understand that your, your children will dictate the interests that they are in based on the interests that they show. So it's important that you continue to water that seed, to see that plant flourish, not, not, to, not to sway it to believe into something that you may believe because generations change, we all grow, we all get older, we all live in different societies as we're going. So they're trying to figure out their lives as well. So it's important that you allow them to do that as kids, allow them to build their own lives, whether it's something that you've been pushing towards them or something that they have, you know, jumped into because it's something that interests them. It's, it's very important that you continue to do that. So you've heard before our story, you've heard Will C's story, you've heard Will and Jada, and Chris Rock, even before this podcast. So 
we want to turn it over to you now, Acromus community. How are you dealing with your demons? We want to hear that best answer. And of course, the best answer we receive will be featured this upcoming week on the Acromus podcast. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to it. And uh, if any takeaway from it is to embrace your fear, because mm-hmm. fear is the end result of what we saw and a lot of the decisions we make that we shy away from in yep. life. Uh, I attest to that. That's something we all battle through. I battle with it constantly every day, um, attacking my fear, and more importantly, just being honest with myself to say I'm afraid. Mm. If I, you know, I'm afraid with certain situations in my life. Right. But when I realize enough and have enough courage in me to say that and to be willing to know what lies ahead and face it, mm. I've already taken the first step to success for myself to be better. And I think that's what must be mentioned in something to just have a strong takeaway from this. It's like fear and what it can do to you. Yeah. Um, I agree 100%. Look, I, I mean, you, you put it best, right? You're making a decision to change. You're making that decision to move forward and to live a better life, not just for yourself, but for your family. Mm-hmm. You're choosing. And next week on the Acromas podcast, episode 66, we will try to understand a little bit more choosing how to heal We'll have our special guest back on, Lean Faith. It's been it's been close to a year. I think we're a few months off from a year since the last time we were able to get her on the Abrams podcast. Mm. So I'm looking forward to this conversation, really trying to understand from a dream interpreter, from someone who is, has this spiritual mindset and carries that, and not just carries it with her, but pushes that out there, distributes that to her community, be able to have her on and really understand what healing looks like from her perspective. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast having Nino on. Listen, uh, if you had a chance to watch the last episode we had uh, with Nino on uh, regarding relationships, it was a blast. We learned a lot from each other from both perspectives, and uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to having a discussion about healing and what it means to her and what it means to us, and just delving into it. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be great, man. Look, we want to thank you guys for joining us once again on the Acromas Podcast, and. I know that there are some of you who have just scrolled through YouTube and you found this video. You thought it was by mistake, but let me correct you. It's not you were supposed to be here. You're supposed to hear this this Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Whenever you're listening to this video, you were supposed to hear it. And we welcome you. But for those who have been here before and still do not know who we are or what we are about, let me just spell it out for you. A C H R O M O. U.S. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on Spotify. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are literally everywhere that you can hear a podcast. But if you are watching us right now, you are seeing our beautiful faces. Here's what I want you to do. Again, in case you didn't do it at the beginning of the video, here's another chance. You hit that like button. You hit that subscribe button. You hit that notification bell. So the next time that you hop on YouTube and you're scrolling down that feed on the left side, your Chromas podcast video episode 65 will be sitting there waiting for you to play it. And most of all, it is free to do so, incredible. guys. Goodness gracious, it incredible. is free to do so. As we're telling no you on this beautiful Easter day, it is free to do so. Please take advantage of it because we know you've enjoyed it. You made it all the way through to right now. Crazy. Look, there's nothing in this world that is costless. I'm not saying that word. <laughs> but let me tell you what I'm going to be chasing. It's not going to be money. It's going to be Easter eggs, man. It's time to get out there and start looking. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we want you to enjoy this Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we will see you next week. And until next week, 
It is your boy, J.H. Gibbons. We'll see. Hey.